Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed, and if you cannot feel the excitement in the air as we enter the Battle of Mughamara story arc, wow, I'm very excited. This is episode 244, and I cannot wait to dig into this. First of all, I want to throw out there... If you are not part of our Discord, make sure you check out the show notes, make sure you head over to the website, adventuringpod.com, to make sure you get into that Discord. The Discord is the main place that you can hang out, you can talk to members of the cast, you can talk to other parts of the community, there's a lot of people there and things are going to be heating up, it's going to be a great time to hop in there and discuss what's happening in the show. Uh, It's our little community that we've been building and it's so much fun to hang out with these people and you should come and hang out with us too if you've never used discord before and you don't really know what that is it's a chat room essentially uh they're back again uh they we we've come full circle and it's a beautiful wonderful place that it's fans of the show coming together uh supporting one another and all the cool stuff that they do as well as just hanging around having food opinions it's a good time and uh you'll probably very if you enjoy the show you'll very much enjoy hanging out with us over there and you should do so and of course, I want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash adventureinc. Patrons like Sarah, Justin, Nick, William, Kimberly. The patrons are amazing. They do so much to support the show. If you want to support the show, if you feel like you get value out of it, if you think we're doing cool things, that's the best way to support us. And and we can't thank the patrons enough. Uh, look, I am, I am hyped. I'm super excited. I can't wait to dig into this episode with you guys and to hear your feedback and, and see what you think. So uh, let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth the Monk. Uh, on a lighter subject, uh, how's the, the, the whole corruption of the Iora Church going? On a lighter subject? Yeah. <laughs> Gebetto the Rogue. We're basically family. So do you right. want to admit to your family that all you want to do is Gebetto. learn how to read so that you can read pornos? <laughs> Genevera, the sorcerer. Oh my god, guys, it worked. The High plan five. worked. High five! Oh my goodness. Oh my god. We um, should have a plan more often. Asher, the druid barbarian. With my nipples? Why my are my nipples not convincing? Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. The four of you stand at the edge of the barrier. Uh, Beyond, you can see Magmara. Uh, You can see the swarm of lizard folk and gnolls moving around uh, beyond this barrier. Uh, Amongst them, you also see... uh, some other beings as well. You see uh, humans and elves and dwarves. It looks like there are others that um, were turned to Gorm's side uh, that are, are making their way through here as well. Um, then the uh, the creature, the, the giant uh, bird-like machinery uh, that 
uh, Greywood has brought with him is moving into place behind the armies you have set up behind you. Uh, armies of Carapath and Bradmont, uh, armies of, you know, stragglers left over from uh, Paraneth and what you were able to gather from uh, Verena, uh, you know, what Callus was willing to give up, uh, have staged behind you ready to make their move through this space. Uh, the creature rears back and a small porthole opens uh, in its like center mass area uh, and it begins to draw in energy around it. Uh, you watch as the, the glowing pieces along the creature seem to brighten as they glow. Uh, Keth, for you, you feel like a tug against the elemental blade uh, as it draws this energy in. Uh, Gibetto puts a hand on Redbridge's shoulder uh, and he looks up into her eyes and he says, all right, are you ready, Constance? This is it. She looks down at you uh, with a look of terror, uh, but a look of it is also determination. She is as prepared as she can be for this. She looks down. She says, we can do this. I mean, I know we can. It's been a long time. You've been behind a desk. Show me I'm wrong. Come on, kid. She smirks, uh, and she draws two hand axes uh, from her uh, from her sides, and she says, yeah, you can see, like, it's sort of melted away from her a little bit. Uh, and she's like, let's do this. The beam begins to grow at the center of this creature and it blasts off and hammers against this uh, barrier, this golden barrier. As the beam slams into it, you can see it reverberate uh, um, like the like the barrier is absorbing that energy uh, and it glows brightly in that spot like it is hot uh, and you can see the energy slamming into it. The second beam charges and it slams in again. And this time it is like a great shattering as a wave passes through this barrier. The space in front of you melts away and immediately the edges uh, begin to glow brightly and seal themselves back up. But a space has opened 10 people wide and you, the armies around you charge forward. Keth is at the front and he thinks of Gillick leading the charge so many times and he just shoots his hand forward and from his hand Verdum comes out and just starts causing carnage right on the other side of the, the barrier in front of us. The spirit hammer forms and blasts forward just Parting the group of lizard folk and gnolls in front of you. Uh, as the the soul hammer blasts through them, you watch as they are like launched up uh, and knocked away as it pounds straight through uh, the first breaking of uh, of their lines before your army meets flesh. So here's what we're gonna do. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Behind you, the giant mechanical creature continues to uh, charge up these blasts and hammer forward at the barrier, uh, leaving the opening uh, to allow your armies to get through. 
We are going to uh, make moves as you push deeper through this field of creatures to try and make your way to Mughamara. Uh, so what I will have you guys do is you're going to make it similar to how we did things before. I'm going to have you make attack rolls. You will always be considered in combat with a creature. For you, Gibetto, unless you choose to run out on your own, you are considered to be like with the army. So you get your sneak attack. Sure. Um, you're always considered to be in combat, uh, to try and, and break off from this main army force will be, we can talk about that and it'll involve something different. But, uh, as far as you push through, uh, there will always be attacks against you and there will always be attacks you're putting out and the strength and severity of what's coming against you will rely on how much you're able to deal. So, uh, let's go ahead and make our first round of attack rolls. Should we roll initiative? <laughs> I don't know that that's uh, necessary, but uh, if you're so inclined, no, you may. So I will say that before she heads into the bubble, uh, Genevera is going to find Clyde, who is sitting, you know, far outside in his little Pope mobile of safety. <laughs> <laughs> the Clyde mobile. The, the Clyde. And so she's going to. Basically, she's going to run up to him and she's going to say, hey, um, look what I can do. And she's going to fly. <laughs> and Whoa, then she's going to give uh, some thumbs up and she's going to fly through the barrier. <laughs> Great. Uh, he looks well, very impressed. It's, the the it's totally, <laughs> totally nailed that right there. I think he was very impressed. Yeah, I, he should be. Wait. I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping he is. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I got confused. I thought it was Harold, but it was a tie. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Or, I can't I can't do nope. old British. I, I don't I don't even know where to start. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. I will I I got confused. I was like, "Hey, I told you he's not fucking there." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, well done, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Harold. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, so the, uh, well, give me these attack rolls. Who's got what? 26. I got a nat 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starting it off right. Let's go. Uh, Kath also got a 26. 20. Okay, so give me oh. damage for everybody. Obviously, Gibetto, you get extra damage. Why am I not casting spells? I don't know what I'm doing. That's fine. Uh, six, da nine necrotic, and uh, four acid for Dunesong. And do I have to roll percentiles for Shadow Orb? Um, uh, yes. Uh, 110. Damage? Holy fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Turns out, uh, max damage right now is 64. Damn. Uh, plus another 8d8. Oh my god. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, what else we got for damage? 31. Doesn't sound 18. as cool following that. 
Okay. Mine was nothing. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think probably Gibetto, like, as the as you pass through, uh, after the hammer uh, knocks through, uh, like, a straight line, uh, you just come through. You stab through two guys at the same time. Uh, oh, like, you totally shish kebab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I like this. Let's do this more. Trying, kid. Damn. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Gibetto like turns invisible uh, or turns into smoke and like disappears into uh, like the fray. Yeah. Uh, okay. So as that first line meets, uh, immediately, you know, there is not a lot of push deep. You guys get, you know, five or six people deep. Uh, and then it's all at a standstill as the lizard folk and the gnolls have crowded in. Um, thankfully the weapon is still firing, uh, keeping that shield, uh, the space that is broken, uh, open enough to allow the armies through. Uh, but there needs to, there, the push needs to happen to, to move this group through. And the army is trying already. You are watching as lizard folk and gnolls begin to cut down some of the armies around you. Uh, and when a, when a, a person goes down, someone else takes their spot and starts to cut in as well. And the lizard folk and gnolls are taking casualties also, but there are just so many. Um, okay. So now what? Keep fucking pushing. Uh, Genevera or Asher, are you going to do something, um, spell related? Yes. I would like to cast conjure minor elementals. And I would like to ca- uh, conjure a bunch of mud methods uh, because they have mud breath, which can uh, restrain a bunch of guys to give. Essentially, I want them to like fly over like the ranks of the lizards coming in, try and like make it harder for the lizards to actually fight against the army that's crashing up against them. And if those <laughs> things explode, they also explode into mud that restrains people. They basically like give if they, yeah. the restrain status. I'm trying to restrain as many uh, things and give as much advantage to the army as possible. Using cool. mud bar. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Under their feet uh, begins to, like, various creatures out there under their feet begin to shift. Uh, they rise. These mud methods rise up among the creatures and just start spraying mud everywhere. They're just uh, flying above, like, spraying down. There are some arrows being fired at them. Uh, when they die, uh, they explode. And do the same attack. It's great. So <laughs> it was like, here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Death bombs. Yeah. Or mud bombs. So you're, you have to concentrate on that, right? So you can concentrate on that. Um, I will let you know when the when they're all gone. Uh, but your expectation is that they're going to restrain a bunch of people and then they're going to die. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Okay. They're, they're all Jennifer? dive bombing. Yeah. Yeah, Jennifer is going to be throwing fireballs. Okay. From the sky. You're just going to start lobbing fireballs. Oh, you're going to fly yeah. up Fuck and yeah. lob fireballs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get inside that barrier and you go up into the air um, and you start lobbing those fireballs down. So uh, go ahead and uh, give me a fireball attack damage. 29. Okay. You fire off a fireball, it explodes, you watch corpses go hurtling away from the ball of fire, um, and, you know, people start to move in uh, to fill that spot. You know, the army gets to push forward a little bit, uh, but a lot of lizard folk and gnolls fill the spot as well. Um, Gibetto and Kath, anything fancy? Uh, Mostly it's just 
making sure that like anytime I turn around and see somebody that's engaged, uh, I'm sticking the guy that they're engaged with. Sure. So uh, go ahead and give me a regular attack roll. Uh, Gibetto. Kef. Uh, 28. Yep. Keth, are you going to make like your bevy of attacks? Uh, yeah, and and before uh, making any attacks, uh, Keth looked down at his hands and said, "Let's do this," and formed uh, what looks like the old pillars. Cool. Nice. Uh, okay. Fifty <laughs> damage. Another shish kebab. <laughs> like the uh, when you formed Dude, the old and hot. Yeah, when you formed nice. the old pillars. Save it. You... Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean like uh, when they were swords, no, or do you mean when no, they were uh, clubs? They, they were they were clubs, um, but they're like only they're very similar looking. They have you know uh, their cloth wrapped around them a little bit, but they're pretty basic looking still. And you know his trusty old uh, redeemers are back, but great. They're powerful. They're, they're a little bit powerful now. <laughs> all right. So uh, go ahead and make your bevy of attacks then. <laughs> Just roll them all. Fuck yeah. All right. I'll do the... Gibetto, for you, uh, yeah, you're just, like, popping up, like, near people who are, uh, you know, like, start to clash, and you just, like, stab up into a knoll, uh, and the creature stumbles back and falls over dead. Um... Yeah, that's going. That's pretty much how you uh, you expect yeah, it to. Yeah, I want to do that cool thing where I stab forward and then pull it out and flip the blade around and swing it backwards. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like stab up into the guy behind me. Yeah, um, yeah. Before like taking off and running through the crowd again, like getting lost in the the shuffle. <laughs> uh, these soldiers are, are very impressed. You're sure? Uh, <laughs> you don't stick around long enough to make sure, but you're no, you're no. pretty sure. Yeah. I, I'm listening. Uh, I don't know if I need to make a perception check uh, to make sure that I hear somebody say, "Oh man, that was that was really cool." You see that? Like that I, that <laughs> guy looks like he really stabbed that guy. Uh, <laughs> what do you got for me, Keth? So, Keth uh, rolled a uh, nat twenty Woo! and a nat one, <laughs> uh, and <laughs> also a, a twenty three. So okay. Uh, so yeah, we'll say you hit with the first one, you miss with the second one, obviously you hit with the third. Um, we'll say that there's like so much happening that it's hard to focus. So you can't spend any key this turn. Okay. Very good. Very good. That's Um, your, that's your consequence for your nat one. (laughs) But don't forget to do the crit damage. 32 damage. You guys have put out some damage (laughs) (laughs) right at the top of this. You're just coming out hot. Uh, And so I think you guys cut down like a big chunk between you guys and the army. Uh, You push through um, and let a a big group come in behind you uh, as you make this move toward the city. Uh, the as you push forward the and the group advances uh, you notice behind you that Elatrix has passed into the inside of the barrier and when he does he uh, drops off like the outer part of his robe he raises his arms up 
and he transforms in this space into the coatl uh and begins uh like flying above the group he flies past eugenivera um and is like raking down at the creatures below uh but already the arrows have started to fly toward him like instantly um and as he flies around uh you also begin to feel like a, a sensation on your skin on your hair uh as you feel like the static begin to rise and dark clouds form all on the inside of the dome and you can hear the thunder rumbling in those clouds so uh as we're all doing combat i need everyone to uh i'm gonna make some attack rolls here That's very bizarre. You each take one attack. Hey! Um, <laughs> everyone got one hit and one miss. <laughs> uh, so for Genevera, uh, an arrow comes sailing up uh, and catches you in the side. Um, and you take 11 piercing damage uh, from the arrow. For uh, each of the rest of you, it is like a... Uh, Keth, you get caught by a spear from a lizard folk for 12 piercing damage. Uh, Asher, you get slashed by a gnoll's claws for 11 okay. slashing damage. Um, and one of the, uh, uh, there's a human amongst that group. Gibetto, as you're running around, you're like position yourself near a human. It turns out not one of your humans. Uh, hard to tell. There's a lot of humans here and you get clubbed. For seven bludgeoning. Stupid humans. <laughs> uh, okay. What's next? What you each doing? So, Kiss heading for uh, Adnan's shop. Okay, so you guys, you're going to keep pushing forward with attacks? That's what, yeah, Kevin's. Uh, and I, I guess, think now would be a good time too to start splitting into quadrants or into sections. So you're you're basically going how many how many groups are you breaking into? Well, that's a great question. Um, I would say for me, for the sorcerer on Omen, for Elatrix, for the Magic Man Patrick. Asher, did you want an area? Sure. I, I figured I would be running support and like trying to heal groups. Okay, then. So I can be kind of. Yeah, and Patrick can't actually fight because oh, yeah. he's a angel, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's like here with you, but uh, he hasn't he hasn't come through yet, uh, and he's not he's just watching basically. Great. <laughs> Easy so, an popcorn. Angel for saying things yeah. <laughs> no he is not in his angel form he is in his little kid form even weirder uh, magic so man is correct <laughs> magic man is with you yes um so magic man uh you've like brought him in he calls out to you he's like genevera i i don't know what i can do here throw big booms Big booms. So the, biggest, the biggest booms. Biggest booms you got. Mm, uh, he 
like try like you see him raise his hands like he's gonna try to do something he pulls them back he goes to do something else uh a lizard folk breaks the line and uh like jumps over and comes down to stab at him and he turns and claps his hands together and a blast of thunder damage blows out uh throwing back (laughs) the lizard folk and like four others uh just launching them backwards uh hey magic man look at me he looks up ask me to tell only the truth. Mm, I would hope that this point in our relationship, <laughs> I wouldn't have to ask Genevera, but please. Tell me that it's imperative that I only answer with the truth. It is. It is. It is imperative that you only answer with the truth. You're the fucking best. Uh, he sort of brightens up a little bit. Um, and then he turns and, uh, like, starts to prepare another spell. Hell yeah, he does. Um... So that to me is five quadrants. <laughs> um, ah, yes. Uh, the old me, five quadrants. <laughs> me, Kaelith, Magic Man, Elatrix, and then whoever the heck the sorcerer from Omen is. Um, Nyx. That's a name. No, from Omen. Yeah, but that's not the sorcerer. I don't think. Wait, is it? Uh, Wiki. She, she's the short one. Yeah, Nyx is the barbarian. Ah. Is it Tivin? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Tivin. <laughs> what are the other names? Skirm. Nope. It's not Skirm. Skirm. Skirm's the halfling. Skirm's the dummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quentin and Carter. Are it's the not Quentin or Carter. Quentin is it's an Tivin. archer and Carter is the leader. Yeah, it's Tivin. Okay. All right, so that's Tivin five. doesn't have a page on the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tivin. I know. Tivin's probably the least developed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, he's gonna. He, he's at least level, you know. He's a late bloomer. He's, he's at least got fireball. Yeah. He's at least fireball level. Yeah. He's at least fireball level. That's all I'm throwing right now. Tiffin, don't let them bully you. <laughs> Tiffin's like, who? <laughs> who was bullying me? <laughs> Nobody. Don't let anybody bully you. You get out there and you Just... throw those fireballs. Okay. Yeah, Tiffin, throw the fireballs. <laughs> So, Shut up, Skirm. <laughs> so it's it's you, Tivin, Magic Man, uh, Kaelith, and Elatrix. Kaelith and Elatrix. Okay. Um, so yeah, the you set your plan into motion, and the armies begin trying to uh, hoard together groups of people. Uh, basically, try to cut off groups so that you have areas of effect to just smash and allow the army to push through them. Um, they're prepared for this, so they line up in ways that, that maximize their ability to hit the front lines with these. Uh, and yeah, basically, Gibetto is like almost riding behind Skirm. Like, Gibetto has a hand on Skirm's back, and he's like pushing Skirm forward through all these people so that like we can help split the lines. You're just so this. excited to stab over someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the first time in my life. And I'm, I'm doing it, baby. yeah we are (laughs) Uh, we're so doing it (laughs) great give me another round of attacks Uh, Keth Gibetto and Asher what are you doing this round I'm gonna probably uh, how are my mud methods all exploded and dead or no Uh, no you still have some mud methods if you hopefully given I guess if you Hmm? if you dropped concentration I guess they would just explode I was just curious 
Um, okay. But uh, yeah, so they're still trying to restrain people. And then I'm going to do Thunder Wave at third level. So that's a, that's a 4d8 damage. And they're uh, a bunch of checks. Whoever, whoever needs to check, it is okay. DC 17. Hmm. I could go for a DC 17. What does that mean? That's how our uh, Chinese food restaurant numbers all of their dinner combination 17. Oh. What's <laughs> what is DC 17? <laughs> That's um, uh, General Chow's chicken. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I could go for that right now. <laughs> um, so whoever doesn't save. Whoever doesn't save has to get the twenty. That's <laughs> uh, twenty-three thunder damage um, for whoever doesn't save, and it's a big old okay. cube. So eighteen to hit. Yeah, uh, that hits. Sorry, I was like, okay. You guys have dealt so much damage. I gotta pull out a calculator. I'm only I'm only doing thirty six this round. Oh, okay. Uh, Keth, what do you got? So I rolled all five of my attacks. Uh, nat twenty, uh, twenty, thirty two, twenty one, <laughs> twenty six. Yeah, you hit. <laughs> you hit with all of them. So, so it's gonna be. Uh, Dude, you got a 32 and it wasn't on a nat 20? Yeah, we're plus 13 to hit now. That's so brutal. (laughs) 71 plus 16 is 87 damage. Okay. (laughs) This is from one attack or from several attacks? From five attacks. Oh, that's not so bad. With the uh, pillars and two unarmed. Um, Kat's attempting to... Like when he's doing that to knock him prone, uh, anytime he uses his unarmed strikes. Okay, yeah, um, and in doing so, like you knock, uh, you definitely uh, manage to catch them and, and knock them to the ground, uh, and you just watch as they get trampled by uh, soldiers just pushing forward when you uh, knock them over. Um. Okay. Okay, so uh, more arrows come sailing up to you, Genevera. Uh, you're throwing down these fireballs, uh, and they aren't happy about it. So uh, the uh, arrows come sailing up and slam into you for... Uh, you get one for 12 and one for eight uh, as these arrows keep sailing up. And then Asher for you. Uh, you take a slice across the back for nine. I and so m- make a concentration check for nine damage. I think it's ten, right? Isn't it ten or the damage? Yeah, yeah. Whatever's higher. Ten or the damage. I concentrate. <laughs> okay, great. What time of day is it? Um, I think it's like like day, just straight up midday. <laughs> cool. Just day. yeah. What time is it? Okay. Uh, daytime. <laughs> 
like like <laughs> like hard day, right? I don't like it's not yeah. night, it's not evening, it's not morning, it's well, hard it's day. <laughs> this is this is what it's you would describe as daytime. No <laughs> <Yeah>. Not dusk, <laughs> not dawn. Got it. It's day. Hard daytime. <laughs> when when Kath passed past Klug, what is he doing? What is what is Klug doing? So uh Klug uh, it's not really much that he can do. So what he's choosing to do is uh, he like swoops down through a soldier, pops out of their chest and like swings at, uh, you know, a lizard folk or a knoll. He can't do anything to them, but he startles them and they like usually <laughs> like step back and then the person can kill them. So uh, he's worked this out. He goes, he's got a few people. He's just like popping through to like spook people and then like disappears back behind them. Nice, nice. As uh, Keth tries to, like, he sees him doing this, and he tries to, like, team up with him and just, like, attack the people he distracts. So that's mm-hmm. why he's been rolling so hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Klug's just working in tandem with you, just uh, popping up, scaring people. It's it's tough not to laugh at the situation, well, even though we're, it's such chaos and horror around us, just, like, as he does that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a big blast of fire comes from Kaelith, uh, as he launches out a fireball of his own, uh, blowing up a, a huge group. Um, behind you, you know, the four of you are pretty close together still as you push forward, uh, toward the city, um, the, the town. Uh, behind you, like, a, another group is pushing in. Uh, you probably have, like, four units of soldiers that have pushed their way in at this point. With this unit at its head, uh, is Evian. She is holding the sword at her hip. Um, and she has in her hands a spear that she is using to, uh, fight with, um, as she moves her way in. But she is here, she has the sword, and, uh, yeah... She looks out of her element, uh, but you would say, but that uh, she's doing her best. <laughs> you, you look like you had a question. No. Okay. Just uh, wondering if we gave her some, like, if someone, like, maybe Adonan could, like, configure a... Like an yeah, umbrella? Yeah, that was my thought. Like an umbrella cause... hat for her? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is protected. Uh, from from the so sunlight. Instead of like she a is... bannerman, she has like an umbrella man who's just like behind her. Yeah, like, there's like <laughs> they've got like a big like canopy spread out for her, uh, <laughs> rigged up. Yeah, she is protected from the sunlight. Um, now she also like if she gets in the sunlight, she is going to be weakened considerably. But right. she is powerful enough that she's not going to like die in the sun. That's why I started to. And then... Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't want to know the yeah. answer, in case the answer was bad. <laughs> yeah, she's real fucked yeah. up. She's in, in rough shape. Um, she's just, like, yeah. cringing on the Happy ground. Happy to be like, here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next round. Genevera, what are you doing this round? I'm going to switch it up. Ooh. I'm going to give a little, a little vitriolic sphere Woo! this time. I'm going to throw some acid on those fires. Okay, great. Everyone knows one way to make a fire worse is throw acid on it. Yeah. Is that, that not sounds true? Sounds right. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Yeah, that would make it worse. 
And two people here are scientists. That's a large enough fire. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on what type of acid. All right. Well, now that's an economics answer. Uh, no, it, <laughs> it depends. depends. Everything that's depends. Also, in yeah, economics. that's also a science answer. <laughs> Welcome to science. Well, it depends. <laughs> yep. Yep. Medical answer. Yeah. yeah. I'm using metamagic. <laughs> Why are you telling us? <laughs> She's because doing I got yelled at for not telling you. <laughs> That's fair. She's yelled at feels aggressive. That's all I'm saying. 35. Okay. Plus. Fourteen, fifteen on their next turn. Okay. Oof. I figured I would tell you now. Nope, I appreciate it. Um, just so we're all clear, there are no, like, townspeople still in Mughamara, right? Uh, correct. All of the townspeople were shunted out when the barrier came up. Um, it was focused in that spot and spread out. Um, and then it looks like uh, everyone else was probably brought in after that. Are, are um, there like people-shaped holes in buildings as people were like <laughs> <laughs> <shaked it> out? <laughs> Just like um, I would not say that. I would say some of the buildings may not be. Uh, I would say maybe not all the Pristine. people survived. Oh no! <laughs> uh, great. Um, in that case, in this turn, uh, Gibetto is going to point at Spellslingers uh, and cast Fireball, uh, trying to blow the building over uh, and have it like collapse onto like lizard folk and gnolls in the area. You know what I mean? No! LeBron, wherever she may be, lets out a single cheer and a single tear. <laughs> so yes the tavern in Mughamara once the singing dragon now Spellslingers uh, a fireball goes careening towards it uh, you smash the building uh, shattering wood and, and, and uh, fire goes everywhere and the, the tinders fall like the, the timbers rather not the tinders uh, fall onto like creatures around uh, you think you probably did more damage to the building, really, than like any people, but uh, you know, some some <laughs> lizard folk and gnolls probably definitely probably probably, probably definitely, definitely got hurt. Definitely probably. <laughs> uh, but spell slingers, no more. Tragic baking accident has caused <laughs> oh, once sucks, again. Man, F in chat for spell slingers. Yeah, <laughs> <real> bummer. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, what are you doing this turn, Asher? Um, Your methods are dead. All of them are dead. All all of the methods were dead. To How does the like troops themselves? <laughs> they were they dead, were dead all, all along. How do the troops themselves Started. look? Like are are everyone in fighting spirit or or not? So it's been a bit of a <laughs> it's been a bit of a slog. Um, it has been better than people might have feared you guys have have done like as a as a unit have done a pretty good job enacting uh the plan mm -hmm. and done a pretty good job maintaining uh your your ranks but 
there have been casualties already uh, pretty significantly and so i would say um you know if i were to give you a gauge i would say 75 percent. okay well then i'll morale that, that influences the spell they cast uh which is moonbeam at third level baby <laughs> moonbeam summoning it up starting to light people up okay and they all have to tell yeah. me if they're plants no if they're shapeshifters <laughs> different spell <laughs> uh you fire off the moonbeam uh it shoots down a blast of uh this i guess divine it light? is is that it what is, it is um i believe radiant just damage. light yeah t- just radiant, yeah, radiant damage, damage so just just light damage yeah moon damage um so the the blast of energy uh, slams down uh starts Ooh. deal like yeah definitely dealing damage uh i rolled so 3d10, I rolled a 10, a 7, and a 7. What's up? Let's go. 10, a 7, and a 7. Good. Cool. Yeah, 24. Yeah, and good. concentrating on that. Burning through, baby. Oh, okay. that's such a good idea, because then you just move the, yep. the thing. Like, you carve out the Because if they path. weren't, my basically my backup plan was if they were, if we were, like, really sucking, I was going to do Guardian Spirit or Healing Spirit and, like, have the Healing Spirit, like, go heal the troops. So instead, cutting through, baby. Orbital Beam. Yeah, Jibeto and Keth are, like, the use, mostly use, useless here. You know, like with these individual kills. You guys are like pooping out damage. To... You're like really killing one guy <laughs> but a like lot. like to one person very at a well. time. <laughs> you're, but you're killing very strategic people. You're picking the important ones. <laughs> the, that guy looks like the yeah, toughest that, guy here. I'm going to go get That him. lizard folk has a <laughs> yeah, scar yeah, yeah. on his face, which means you know he's tough. Let's kill him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's big. That guy's seen some shit. Yeah. He's mine. <laughs> but like I imagine like... In all reality, you'd be killing the like leaders yeah. of right different platoons and whatever. Right, yeah, so yeah, then yeah. it creates more chaos within them, and they don't know what to do. So you're killing the people who are giving orders, so no orders Whereas are given. Genevieve is like yeah. artillery, and I'm like support. So <laughs> another and anybody peel. who speaks, Kath just goes. Like, and hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, another peal of thunder echoes out around this uh, dome. Everyone's gonna go ahead and give me dexterity saving throws hey, as cracks of so- lightning hurtle toward Nat the 20. ground. Boom! Yeah, um, Kath's so good at these now. Uh, eighteen. Also, anyone who is restrained by the mud methods who could potentially be in there uh, has disadvantage on it. The lightning appears to be very targeted. Uh, it is explicitly over your armies. Uh, it does not appear to be just natural lightning that has formed in this dome. Uh, feels like maybe it was uh, on purpose. Is a 30 good? <laughs> yes. Okay. Great. Uh, okay. So the lightning... Uh, cracks down from the sky uh genevera you know you're in the air so you like have to push yourself back and dodge as the lightning uh just flows down hits a soldier just fries him in the spot that he's standing um a few others like some people jump out of the way and it clears some space but this definitely is not going great for the army at a whole even if all of you have been very successful in avoiding any damage from the lightning uh additionally you see uh 
one group has been uh, sort of setting people up for Elatrix to come in and uh, smash through uh, groups. Elatrix gets just blasted by a bolt of lightning uh, oh, no. that catches him right dead on. You watch as it flows down his body. Um, he's still flying, but he got nailed. Uh, okay. Can I see where that came from? The sky. It looks like it's billowing in the sky above you. There's this giant storm cloud over the entrance where you guys have come in. But I can't, like, trace who would be casting it. Um, you can give me an arcana check. I can't. Yeah, you're not sure. Uh, it's very lightning-y. Uh, okay. Ahead of you, at the edge of Mughamara, which is still some distance away, but, uh, you know, you're getting ever closer. Um, actually, hold on. Let me look at something real quick. Okay. Uh, the, uh, you see some movement happening. Like, there's some people up on the roofs that have been watching what's happening. Uh, they blow a horn, and the from around one of the buildings, four giants begin to make their way. Uh, uh, sorry, not giants. Oh, uh, ogres. Four ogres begin to make their way uh, through the group. Large, not that large. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, uh, you, you cut out. I didn't hear you. What, what, what are they? Ogres. Okay. So from around the building, four ogres make their way uh, into like wading toward the army. So it looks like they're going to try to uh, break your lines uh, with these big creatures that tower above uh, the rest of the creatures here. Um, so the ogres aren't to you yet, but they are coming. So uh, your actions. Uh... Kith, How far away attacks. are they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're probably, um, I will say you guys are probably about 80 feet away from getting your way to Mughamara. Uh, there's still some distance to clear, um, and there's a lot of lizard folk and gnolls in between you, and those uh, ogres are about 80 feet away. You could start attacking the ogres. Um, they've, they're have they smart. They've spread them out, so you could hit one, uh, maybe two. Um, depending on the spell, but, uh, they are vulnerable. Uh, so Keth, you're making attacks, make attacks. Sure. I had already rolled, uh, 32, 20, 18, 26, and 31. Roll me some damage. Uh, what do you get? I don't know yet. Um, I guess Jibeto is going to... He's going to start carving a more deliberate path toward uh, toward Adonans. Um, like he had been splitting the group uh, with Skirm, uh, and he feels like he's at a good good point to kind of uh, ditch off that and like loop toward uh, meeting up with Keth uh, for that um, like that part of the plan of getting to Adonans. Okay. Uh, and so he's going to try and sneak back to where Keth is at. Um, and so that is a 25 stealth check. 25 stealth check. Okay. 
Uh, and oh my god, another nat 20 uh, for yeah. the attack. Uh, so let's go. Uh, that's 109 damage. Oh time. my god. <laughs> not <clears throat> not quite as much as the last one. The last one You're was 110. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy though. You know, I'm I'm not uh I'm not overjoyed, but I'm happy. I guess if you're willing to be happy with that, you know, I don't know what I can do for you. Um all right. So, uh yeah, you stab two more people at the same time as you're running uh, over to Keth. Uh, so Keth has just done his last like flurry of like, you know, he punches one guy, he hits one with the Redeemer, he kicks one in the face, he swings around again, uh, and he comes just like face to face with a spear that's about to come down into him until uh, the person is side tackled by another body with, a, with my swishy sticking out through both of them uh, and then falls down dead. Uh, yeah, Gibetto just looks up at him and he's like, hey, bud, you ready? So ready. Yeah, hell yeah. I assume there's like a hand clap <laughs> there, like a... <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay, so, uh, Genevera, uh, what are you doing this round? Uh, I am going to throw... Um, a cloud of daggers into my remaining uh, little quadrant. How much of my... Well, let me ask that. How much of my quadrant is, like, left alive? So, my uh, expectation is that uh, as you've been casting these spells, you've done huge casualties to your quadrants, and then uh, they kind of fill back in again with lizard folk and gnolls. So, not... Like, you guys get to push through like push forward when you do this uh you clear out the section in front of you you make up like half the distance uh of the section you cleared by pushing forward with your soldiers and then they're met by more lizard folk and gnolls and so as this has been happening down the line your whole army line has been able to push forward at the five different sections uh to be able to push ahead that it wouldn't have been able to otherwise without this strategy so uh that's What's in front of you is a full quadrant of lizard folk and gnolls. However, you've moved up, uh, you know, uh, three lengths, so 90 feet that you otherwise wouldn't have been able to move because you've been doing this process. Okay. Um. 60 foot radius, so 120 feet, 180 feet, whatever that winds up being. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to throw another fireball down at him. Okay. Are they have a disadvantage Ooh. when they attack Genevera? Just not the archers. They just, like, no, they're pretty good at it. Yeah. it I guess well, they're like, used to hunting, shooting things in the air. Yeah, yeah. Moving around in the sky. Yeah. That's like their job, man. Nah, they're volley volleyers. They're not. They're not uh, expert aerial hunters. <laughs> Everyone knows about the volleying skills of lizard fucking gnolls. <laughs> 
Hey, Kept doing his research. <laughs> 38. Dag, okay. Six times three is 18. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not on this podcast. Uh, another big explosion of fire launches a whole bunch of lizard folk and gnolls away and those that aren't uh, uh, launched away but are just lying smoldering in the ground get trampled by your army as you march forward or by the lizard folk and the gnolls that rise to meet them Uh, it is still like an unending sea of creatures in front of you but you are uh, moving closer and closer uh, and you have managed to get a uh a group past the um the the barriers you now have like six armies in here that are fighting against the lizard folk and the gnolls um as you oh asher what are you doing this turn um i'd like to continue to sort of like carve a path out for um Gibetto and um keth to get to adadan's place with moonbeam um so move beam. What are you doing? With I'm move moving beam? the beam uh, to sort of support yep. that, um, which I can roll damage for. And then I'm going to use a cantrip to like fling fire at the ogres that are kind of coming up to flank us um, to use produce flame. Uh, so I have to make an attack roll what? at one of them. What does produce flame it's, do? Uh, I produce a flame and I throw it. <laughs> what yeah, what, it does it exactly what it says. Flickering flame appears that in is your not... hand. Flame remains there for the duration. It, it's even more descriptive than other spells. Yeah, but yeah, what does it like do for damage? You can, what does it you do can also attack damage. with the flame, although doing so ends the spell, doesn't require a can doesn't require concentration, and I can throw it thirty feet, but I figured I could probably do it anyways. And it's three D eight damage. Yeah, you're not close enough to throw fire well, then at them. What the what the whatever. Uh okay. So he produces. Yeah, so flame. never mind. I don't Leave do that. Alone. Um, oh, just go never on. mind. Yeah. He doesn't do that. Yeah, never mind. Um, hey, don't him you alone. tell him Can what I, he's gonna do, so Mike? Come on. I'll, I'll roll the damage for Moonbeam first of all. Um, Sixteen. Please, 20, God, please. And then just roll the damage for Moonbeam. Twenty damage for Moonbeam. Four dudes die, I guess. Um, can I roll an Arcana to see if the uh, lightning cloud that's been conjured is even like is going to be too powerful to try and dispel go ahead because i don't want to waste a spell unless i need to i have no idea i have truly i've i don't know i rolled a seven so it can't be that yeah you you can't tell dispel from death spell no idea Uh, (laughs) i liked it Um, but yeah So then I'll just um, throw, then I will, you know what? I will produce flame at some random schmuck and throw flame at him. Okay, uh, great. I rolled a uh, 15. <laughs> and then deal 3, 6, uh, 11 fire damage. Just as I rolled a lot of low numbers. Uh, okay, so the moonbeam has cut a path for Gibetto uh, uh, and Kath. The path is precarious. Are you guys going to charge out past the limits of the army and like try to follow this moonbeam? Um, 
even though that sort of cuts you off from everybody else, or are you going to just keep, stay the course until the army reaches uh, the the actual town? Kath, it's How open. Fun. What do you think? <laughs> Kath, master let's of it. let's. Yeah, I knew it. And Giovanni like grabs onto his back as he like because he knows Kath is about to just book it, and so he holds on for dear life. <laughs> As we know, and cats are like running up, <laughs> running up any trees to jump over uh, knolls and lizard folk and like any buildings. He just scales oh and climbs on the roof. So here's what Jimeno I think wraps happens. his legs around cast hips. Then like, right, right, right. Here's what I think happens. Uh, you get this like bowling alley straight away by the moonbeam, which is still blasting energy. Uh, and I think you just book it as fast as you can. You build up a head of steam as you run down this path. The creatures you're running by, like, like just their heads snap to you as you run by. They're not expecting it. Uh, until you reach the end where the moonbeam is and you actually, like, step up a person and are just running across a sea of heads. Uh, to uh, Because you can run 120 feet right like you run real far so you're running across the sea of people uh and then like jump to a building and move up to the top and are now at the top of this building this building is occupied there are other people up top of this building with you um so you're still gonna have issues from that but you have made it to mughamara and are on top of a building dope and as like Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll wait till uh, next time, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do need Genevera uh, uh, and Asher to make another uh, dexterity saving throw. Oh, uh, a 20, natural 20, baby. You, you are super not struck 22, by lightning. Uh, okay, but Genevera, on the other hand. Can I, can I Zuko it? Can I, like, redirect it? <laughs> um no <laughs> but i appreciate the uh, attempt okay um Genevera, you take you take 17 lightning damage uh as it zaps down into you um also shout out to all the listeners at home who uh all in their heads heard that's a avatar reference <laughs> without any of us having to say it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You the you the real MVPs. I'm um, real. I'm really glad we didn't have to call it out. Greased lightning reference. <laughs> <laughs> a Danny Zuko reference. Yeah. <laughs> Can I Danny Zuko that and Can turn I... the trash roll into a? Flash. Yeah. Can I grease this lightning? Roll? Can I cast yeah. grease on this lightning? Yep. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> great um, so Genevera and Asher what are you doing this turn moonbeaming falling to the ground okay probably <laughs> I mean you uh, you get hit by the lightning and it hurts but you can recover in the air uh, you know you drop like 20 feet but you can still I am bleeding um, I go okay. to try and heal Genevera uh, <laughs> while moving a moonbeam around, I'm, I'm moving a beam a lot. Um, 12 plus seven, whatever that is, that's what it is. 19. 19. Um, <laughs> thanks. 
19 is no, what I'm healed for? No, 19 is not what I've... No, that's Moonbeam. I did not hit you with Moonbeam. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> is is Genevera too far away for me to, like, uh, be in contact? I just need to know if I am need to use Healing Word or if I need to use... Or if I can do Cure Wounds. Um, no, I think that if she's under... Like, she fell down some distance. She is within a way that you could get to her and, and touch yeah, her, I guess. Yeah, I do that. At, um, I'm going to do it at... Uh, Second, fourth level. Fourth level. You're getting a lot of. You're getting. You're getting that. I'm nervous about burning my spells. Uh. Uh, twenty-five. A healy for twenty-five. The ogres push their way toward uh, your group. Uh, they come, but basically they have no regard for lizard folk or gnolls in front of them as they just like kick Helpful. through uh this this group of uh lizard folk and gnolls you don't think they're killing necessarily but maybe some uh but they're really just moving them out of their way as these ogres like push uh towards you guys um they uh don't get all the way to the line but they're pretty close so you think like pretty soon they'll engage the line uh and really start to do some damage um and we'll go to keth and uh Gibetto, um, some of the lizard folk and gnolls on this roof like turn to you. Most of them have bows and arrows, but there is one up here with a cudgel. Uh, and they come to, like, the cudgel one runs towards you, uh, Kath. The others just fire bows. Uh, the, the one running towards you isn't there yet, but the bow guys are going to get to shoot. Uh, four shots, four misses as the arrows go sailing over the edge yes. of this... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. We're so fast. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. Let's go. Um, if Keth was to continue to charge towards Adnan, like across this roof, there, would there be attacks of opportunities? So, yeah, probably because this cudgel guy is aware of you, you would, uh, you'd get swung at by this cudgel. Um, but then you could leap from this roof to another roof and, and, um, you don't know if there's anybody on that one. You can't see it cause it's lower. Uh, but then you would be able to move, uh, pretty quickly down to the street to get to Adonans. You think you could get to Adonans this turn. Cool. Uh, so since Gibetto's on, like, piggybacking like right behind me i imagine oh, yeah. that they can't see gibetto so what i'm gonna do is like run right up close to him and then kneel down right in front of him yeah gibetto's <laughs> gonna stick him <laughs> okay surprise great. attack motherfucker okay great <laughs> i love that uh, i rolled with advantage uh because i am hidden uh, smoke that is, backpack <laughs> that is a 24 to hit nice I'll give it to you. I'm, I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, let's see. That is 10, 20, 30, 5, 6, 42. Okay. Yeah, you kill this one in front of you. You just stab through. <laughs> Uh, the, the blade just like uh, passes all the way to the hilt uh, into his chest uh, and his eyes go wide as he slides backwards, falls right off the roof uh, into the street below. Yeah, Gibetto cool. puts uh, puts the unseen blade hand back on Kess' shoulder and slaps him uh, with the other hand. <laughs> yeah! Let's go! <laughs> I, 
and Keth takes off running, uh, but he holds the uh, the redeemers out on his sides, that's like to the side, so like he's trying to smack people as he goes. Yeah, yeah. You trip like two of the archers on your way uh, off the roof. You jump off Jason Bourne style and land onto the next roof, uh, where there are cool. more archers, but uh, thankfully no one who uh, gets in your way as you drop down to the street level. Uh, there are still lizard folk and gnolls moving around in the street level. It is definitely thinner here than it is in the fields behind uh they are you know stepping up to meet the armies and back here you know they haven't like they're not uh standing room only in the street um so you're able to uh go ahead and give me a dexterity check uh kath sure natural great so you, uh, you like jump down into the street, leap back up and run along a wall uh, above everybody's like range uh, to get to Adonan's shop uh, where you like swing in through a window um, and yeah. like smash through into Adonan's shop. Just burst in. Um, are, there, are there any enemies inside? So the no, shop is... The shop is quiet uh, from from what you can see here, but you definitely have drawn attention uh, and people are going to be making their way toward the shop. <sighs> cool. Uh, Crazy. Also, that was fucking awesome. Uh, oh my God, that was so sick. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> High five. <like. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll head downstairs, try and keep them uh, the door shut and keep them busy. Uh, maybe you try and look for these robots. Okay, sure. Uh, and Gibetto heads up into the attic. Okay. Uh, you head upstairs to the attic uh, where you see... Um... Hold on. Hold that thought. Okay. Uh, Genevera, Asher, um, what are you guys going to be doing this round? Uh, how far am I from the ogres? So the ogres are like stepped up to the line, so you're probably 40 feet away. Okay. So on the... I'm going to redirect some attention to the ogres... Uh, and I am going to cast, uh, I guess I'm going to cast Synaptic Static. So that targets one, one ogre? It targets a 20-foot radius. 20-foot. So one. Could you I get, catch, like, two of their heads or just one, I figured? You get one ogre, but you get a bunch of uh, lizard folk and gnolls with it. Oh, okay. 38 damage and, um, so 38 psychic damage. And for one minute, it rolls a d6 and subtracts that number from all of its attacks, ability checks, and concentration saves. Okay. Keep on rolling. Uh, Yeah, you see one of them just... How how much damage was it, Steph? Sorry. I was distracted. Um, 36, it sounded like. Okay. Let me count it again. That's, That's perfect. That's fine. Okay. Um, so it like st- you see one of them stagger the you know the one you attack staggers backwards uh it's holding its head uh as you watch it like try to shake its brain and like it's f- definitely pissed off about this uh but it's like fumbling with its large tree trunk that it's swinging around um the other three are moving to engage the line as well they all make attacks Um, two of them just slam into your line and you watch, uh, soldiers just go flying, uh, flung off. One of them slam, one of the two of them slams it down so hard. They just crush three lines of soldiers with this tree trunk. Um, 
It's not a great scene. The other two don't deal as much damage, especially not the one holding its head. Um, but uh, it's not looking great for the front line. Um, go ahead and give me dexterity saving throws, Genevera and uh, sure. Asher. 21. Okay. Uh, the lightning cracks again. Uh, both of you managed to avoid it. Um, the army's getting pretty, like, good at knowing where it's, like, you can feel in the air when it's going to strike. Um, and, you know, where a little bit it's going to strike. And so the army's getting better at avoiding it. Um, what are you guys um, going to do can now? I, so uh, the, the ogres are now engaged with the, um, the line itself, right? So, um, yes. Great. So what I would like to do is to obviously move the moonbeam towards those guys, towards the, the ogres, try and hit as many ogres as possible. Um, okay. Cutting through. Eight uh, plus seven. So 15 plus three, 16, 17, 18. Uh, 18 radiant damage. Um, and then uh, it's probably time to wild shape into an elemental of some kind how big are these ogres by the way they're like uh they're probably like 10 12 feet okay. tall so like large ish creatures um mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna turn into an air elemental uh and try and knock them over <laughs> so okay. i want to uh Hell go yeah. like turn into an air elemental and then I try and fly a little bit behind enemy lines and then do Whirlwind, uh, which is a DC 13 strength saving throw to try and knock all of them down, including the lizard folks and stuff. Okay, so uh, the lizard folks and gnolls just start getting whipped up into this tornado you're yep. whipping up. Uh, the ogre uh, seems to like protect himself from it but he's still getting slammed by lizard folk and gnolls and buffeted by yeah. these winds so the everyone who gets knocked takes uh 10 11 14 bludgeoning damage and those who failed are flung 20 feet away um and knocked prone if they hit anything they take a d6 bludgeoning damage so for every 10 feet it was thrown i don't know how that works with <laughs> them getting hit with lizard folk um, and then the yeah. whoever saved takes half. Okay. Um, Genevera? I am going to vitriolic sphere them. Okay. Thirty-eight. Okay, yeah. Uh, so you fire off this ball of acid. You uh, pop it. Uh, the one that was static uh, dies. Uh, one of the ones that was buffeted by Asher dies. This acid just pours over all of these uh, lizard folk and gnolls as well. Um, 
the other spellcasters that have been uh, working with you begin to target the ogres as well. Uh, Elatrix comes in with a big slash, and uh, you know you've got uh, more spells being flung their way. Uh, one of them falls to a spell from Kaelith, and the last one looks like it's going to survive. Uh, and then a series of hand axes come flying from yeah. uh, the army below <laughs> as they just like thunk, 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 and drop the uh, ogre down to the ground and Redbridge just cool. lets out a guttural roar. Um, Let's go! She probably can't see it Gibetto, but I'm giving you... her a big thumbs up in air elemental form. <laughs> big weird tornado thumb. Uh, Gibetto, you... Yeah. Gibetto, you run upstairs uh, into the attic of Adonan. Uh, you pull from your pocket the object he gave you uh, as you look at two rows of eight of the robots that he built yeah. to house Klug and souls like him and you smash the little gem that he gave you uh, and the, the gas is released and all of the lights, like the eyes in the room, begin to glow. Hey everyone, just a couple quick reminders. If you like the show, don't forget to tell your friends. And you can head over to patreon.com slash adventureinc and become a patron as well. You can also head to our website, adventureincpod.com, for links to our social media and the store where you can find t-shirts, stickers, and more. That's all. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Serious Business.